What's up, everybody? This is DC here, January 29th, Saturday afternoon. I just came in from the gym. I joined this uh, InShape gym in town, which I use maybe one or two days a week. My wife belongs to it. I joined because there's a couple of movements, you know, training movements that I don't have access to in my garage because I don't have room for it uh, and I can access it at the gym. So what the hell, I'll go ahead and join for, I don't know, I guess it's around 50 bucks a month. Unfortunately, my CrossFit gym, they closed the doors and the owner is moving on. And that happens, you know, that's the one thing that you can count on, man. One constant is change, that's for sure. I knew that it might happen down the road, uh, but uh, I didn't think it would happen this soon. But hey, it's the way it goes. So anyway, uh, yeah, I, I went in and did some squats and some other stuff. I'm not one of those that is going to spend you know, any longer than I have to in the gym. So if I can get in and out in 75 minutes, that's what I'm going to do. I'm not doing no talking. You go in the gym, it's funny because I think the gym, people go in, they don't leave social media. They're doing a set and then they're on their phone for 10 minutes. And then they do something else. It's just, it's just interesting to me. So anyway, I haven't posted anything in a while. And that's because, to be honest, so I put three podcasts out to this point. And the last one I did was before the holidays. And um, my first podcast I put out, I got fairly decent reaction. You know, probably 100 plus hits, you know, out of curiosity. By the third one, I got probably 10. <laughs> so I got a little uh, deflated, right? And um, got the wind, knocked out my sails, all of that. And I guess I had to regroup and decide on why I was doing this thing to begin with. And uh, actually, it was reinforced by my editor, Dana. She was saying, hey, you have to know that you're doing this because you have something to say. If you're concerned about you know, trying to get as many people following you as possible, that's not going to be enough of a reason to hang in there and keep doing this thing, keep putting these things out, right? I had to look at that in one of my shower moments because I have a lot of epiphanies in the shower. Yeah, it just clarified itself. You know, I just, I have something I think that's important to say. So I'm going to keep doing this. If I only get three or four people to listen, that's fine. If eventually more people start listening to me, that's fine too. The other epiphany I had, this was, I don't know if it was the same shower epiphany, but maybe a different shower epiphany was that I have something to say to more than just people that are 50 years old and older, right? Because I started this journey back when I was young, you know, in my, as a teenager, actually. So I've decided I'm going to open my voice to more than just 50 plus people. So uh, that's where I'm heading. This is my fourth podcast I'm putting out. My editor is going to have fun with this because for the first three, I wrote it all out, right? But this one, I'm just freestyling. So she's going to earn her money editing this one. But anyway, what I think is, is that this journey of paying attention to this body, this vessel that is our body, that houses our brain, is it really needs to start as early as possible. And, you know, I work with a lot of younger people, right? And I listen to them give their reasons why they don't pay more attention to their body. They don't spend some time on training their bodies to be, you know, functional, to maintain strength, to maintain flexibility. So as they get older, it's easier to maintain it. And the thing is, the brain, yeah, the brain is powerful. You know, the brain is how the body does anything. But if the brain doesn't have a vehicle that's functional, the brain can only, you know, you, the brain can be telling you to do something and the body can't respond, right? I think it's important that as young 
as is possible, we need to start a journey of training the body, focusing on what we put in our mouth. And I'm not talking about being an extreme health freak because I'm not. If I want to have a candy bar, I get one. The one thing that I, what I do is, you know, moderation is what I, I focus on. That's how I, I keep myself in balance, moderation. You know, if I want to have a drink, I'll have a drink, you know, one drink on each of my off days, you know. So I, if I'm off a couple of days in the week, I have a drink both those days. Now, I don't do that during the course of the work week. You know, if I want to have a candy bar, I might have one or two candy bars in a week. I don't eat sweets, you know, every day. So that's the kind of moderation I'm talking about. And I recognize, you know, for example, you know, my eating. I realize, I, particularly as I've gotten older, I've got to pay attention to keeping my metabolism revved up. I need less food. I need more high quality food, but I need less of it. I need to maintain hydration, good hydration, and pay attention to getting my body rest, but I don't need as much food. All those, uh, you know, young years of eating as much as you want, you have to look at that and adjust, particularly if you become more sedentary. I guess what I want to say is I, I want people young, I don't care what your age is, if you're 15, 20, to realize that you can make excuses or you can set up rational reasons why you can't do, you know, this or that, or you can't spend 15 minutes uh, moving your body and, you know, developing a sweat or getting your heart rate up so that you can train your body to respond to you as you go through your days and your life. But ultimately, it becomes easier and easier to make those excuses and you get further and further away from doing anything about it. You know, I can remember, uh, you know, when I, as a, being a, a parent, for example, when I had my first child, I was into basketball. Uh, initially, I was powerlifting, and I would bring my kid with me. Somehow, I was going to figure out how to do it. So he was in a little basset, bassinet, is that what you call them, I think? Uh, a little basket you carry, you know, this little baby. And I would bring him, and I was fortunate in the gym I was in. I mean, I knew the people, and people would just come by, you know, they'd play with him, and I would set him off to the side and I would, you know, go through my movements and uh, go over and check on him. I wasn't going to let anything stop me. Same thing. I would play basketball. And some people think, man, you know, I'm not doing my best toward my kid. Well, that's something you got to work out. But I think that some kind of way you've got to figure out how to do that, how to step out of your comfort zone and devote at least a few minutes a day towards maintaining this very important vessel that you're going to try, hopefully, and live 90 years in, you know? What you want is you want to be able to, at 70 and 80, and maybe even at 90, to be able to get up and get down out of the chairs that you're sitting in without help, walk without, you know, a walker, squat down, garden, go for walks, all of that. And the only way you can do it is that you start doing the things necessary as soon as possible to get your body trained strengthened, develop muscle memory to be able to do those things. I've done a lot of different kinds of work in my life, right? I used to be an over-the-road truck driver, and you're sitting a lot. This is just another example of really being focused in on setting aside this time that you need for yourself. And I would pull over in the middle of a run daily. I would get out and, and do at least 30 minutes of calisthenics on the side of the road in a pullout, you know, somewhere. So, if there's a desire, if, there, if you have the will, it can happen. And uh, you just have to make that decision. Those around you will be influenced by that too. 
People are watching you, whether you, your children are watching you, maybe your partner's watching you. You don't know what kind of impact that can have. So anyway, that's it. I'm getting out of here, and I will talk to you in podcast number five. I'm back. Uh, I thought I was going to be done with this one, but I just had to add something. My wife and I, uh, after I finished my workout this afternoon, we went and did a hot tub like we sometimes do uh, on the weekend. <clears throat> it's a great spa. I recommend hot tubs. That's a great experience for an hour. Um, definitely soothes away the aches right after a workout. And all those uh, jets of water coming out. It's the spot. So we were talking about some things. It just so happens that I started talking about my observations at the gym. And I haven't been to a, uh, a regular gym in a number of years, like eight years. I mean, I've been crossfitting, which is a very different experience than a regular gym. I was telling my wife, so I, I'm doing my thing. You know, I've got a, a clock that I'm giving myself, you know, a certain amount of rest on and all yada, yada. But as I look around, it's amazing to me that since as far back as I can remember, and I've been you know, using strength training, free weights and all other kinds of tactics for years. But I can remember back in the early 80s when I would be in the gym, people are still doing and behaving the same way. Only it's worse because now people will do, for example, I don't understand why a regular citizen goes in and spends 15, 20 minutes or half hour working their calves. Unless you are a serious bodybuilder, professional bodybuilder, want to be a professional bodybuilder, there's no reason to waste that much time on something like developing your calves. Because I don't think most people realize your calves are utilized a tremendous amount just in your everyday walking around. It takes an inordinate amount of excess training to develop those muscle groups. So I just, I watch that. And then you'll see some, some guy doing some sort of move to quote unquote develop his calves and he'll do a set and then he's on his phone for five minutes. And I just, it's just amazing to me. And also the way people sort of aimlessly move around the gym, it's interesting because at least in 1985, you didn't have the World Wide Web. I mean, it was a little more difficult to access information, right? But today you have masses amounts of information at your fingertips, folks. I mean, all you need to do is go to Google and put in what you're looking for to, you know, what you want to do. And you can come up with a strategy so that you, when you go to a gym, you are in and out. I mean, to me, to me, our most valuable asset is our time. I mean, if you're 20-something, you don't realize that, maybe. Unless you've seen somebody you know drop dead in their 20s or 30s. Because you've got all this time, you think, in front of you. But as you get older, you start to realize, hopefully, that time is the most valuable asset you have. Time trumps money. It trumps everything else except your health, Okay. There's no way I could just go in and spend half my time on the on my phone and, you know, sort of dribble away trying to do what I, I'm supposed to be doing. I, I don't get it. Anyway, just some observations, and I, I, I just thought I wanted to talk on it. Yeah, I'm judging, but oh well, that's just the way it is. I'm past 65. I can judge all I want to. All right, that's all I got to say for now. Peace. I'll holler at you later. Peace.